1: Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast.
2: And I know this is coming up cuz I know all the speculation out there. One to move up, you there's got to be a guy worthy of it. Okay? I know everybody in the in America is going to say like this is what's great right now. Everybody has just automatically stamped that you've got to move up to one to get it right. I I don't know if I agree with that. I don't. And but that's going to be the narrative. And that's okay. you all got to write something. you got to keep the news flowing. So, but I don't necessarily know if that's the, I don't know if that's the, the right course of business. If when we meet as a staff and we say, okay, this is what we need to do. This is the guy for the next 10 to 15 years and we think he's the right guy. Sure, we'll do it. But... Who's to say we won't get one at four?
1: All right, that was Chris Ballard, Colts GM at the Combine last week, talking about the mentality that he has in looking at a draft where a lot of people are a lot of people are saying he should move up from four to one to take the quarterback of his choice. Zach Kiefer covers the Colts for the athletic and did a really good piece this weekend, I thought, where he kind of went process of elimination with the top quarterbacks, and he really boils it down to Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young, and CJ Stroud and how how Chris Ballard could be looking at these guys. I think the other thing we need to preface this conversation with, Seth, is Ballard was asked to follow up, like, what would that guy need to look like in order to be a guy you're going to give up valuable draft capital to move up from four to one to go get?
2: That we were just convicted that this is no freaking doubt, the guy.
1: Okay. And now, now we, I mean, I think it's worth pointing out, it feels like all three of these prospects as of right now maybe don't fit that. Description, you know, at least not how I envision no freaking. I picture like Trevor Lawrence was one of those no freaking doubt the guy. Andrew Luck was a no freaking doubt the guy. These these quarterbacks, while all have a chance of being really, really good at the NFL level, Young, Richardson, and Stroud, they've all got they've all got holes in their game, at least perceived holes right now. So here's what Kiefer does, Seth. He starts with Richardson and he says this. He says, Let's start here. Ballard is not a GM who can afford to get this wrong. He's survived three coaching changes in six years, including Jeff Saturday's interim stint. I wouldn't put that on his ticket, but okay. Um, It's unlikely on top of all that he'd survive whiffing on the most consequential draft pick of his tenure. He needs to get this right, and the payoff needs to come sooner rather than later. It's hard to see a risk-averse GM rolling the dice on a prospect that would require several years to develop and has a tantalizingly high ceiling but a dangerously low floor. For that reason... Anthony Richardson feels like a long shot for the Colts.
3: Yeah, I think so too. I don't think that I don't think there's any part of Ballard that feels like, "Oh yeah, I got a good two or three years here to make this thing work." Right. And uh if if Richardson takes a while, we'll just bring in an old veteran guy. We're good at that by now and see how it goes after theirs. So I just yeah. Um, I, I'd be very, very skeptical if that's Richardson. The other thing, yeah,
1: I agree with you. The, the other thing that Kiefer brought up and, and you said this during the break and I agree with you on this is I'm surprised this didn't get a little more run. This quote from Anthony Richardson didn't get a little more run, uh, this weekend. Yeah. He was asked about his accuracy issues. At Florida, and here's what Richardson had to say.
3: I can definitely get better at delivering the ball and helping my guys out, you know, but I can also catch every pass. You know, uh, if I could, I I would definitely, but you know, it's just helping guys out and and helping guys help me. You know, um, my completion percentage, you know, some people say it's not great. You know, I don't think it's great either, but you know, it's just growing as a quarterback. You know, not every year is going to be your best year. You know, I definitely learned a lot from last season. Okay. Yeah, hey. I mean, it It sounds it sounds a little bit like the classic Giselle, right? My, my husband cannot throw the ball and catch the ball. To himself, himself. Yeah. 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 Is Giselle the kind of quarterback you want? Her <laughs> no. attitude? God, no. She's not a team player. She's all about me, me, me.
1: Now, yeah. one of the, I, I will say this, like one of the excuses that the Richardson apologists or supporters have made for him is that his receiving core was not good at Florida. Right, this year. right. Yeah, um, him pointing that out, though, and it, it, for purposes of this conversation, it's really we're just looking at it through Chris Ballard's prism again, because the Colts pick is almost as imp- what the Colts do it for is going to affect the Texans at two, and it's going to affect the Texans for the next 10 years because they play them twice a year. Apparently, Ballard, they, a lot of people who follow the Colts and are close to the team feel like that's a quote. That's a gotcha quote for Chris Ballard. Like, OK not into that lack of accountability.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I don't that that was curious the way I and I was trying to figure out with Richardson without overanalyzing it. Like it was a curious way to phrase it and just kind of move on past it. Um to where it almost felt like, I, if he had been coached to say it, I'd almost be more forgiving. I'd want him to fire his agent, but I'd be. But it, it, it more felt like he was trying to get a point across without getting a point across, which feels even worse than just flat out saying, "Like, hey, look, you know what? We." The, I guess the diplomatic way to say that is, you know, there were times where I think the receivers and I weren't on the same page, and that's my fault. I, as a quarterback, I yeah. got to figure out a way to. To do that, I learned some valuable lessons this year uh, in in how to do that. But yeah, just flat out saying I, I can't catch the balls. It wasn't it wasn't like that's the only reason for the like the inability to. To throw to wide open screen targets at times, or to miss wide open guys downfield, he definitely has some weird mechanical hitches and flaws in his footwork that he's got to get ironed out. The thing to you know what? And honestly, I wish I would have heard him speak with a little bit more detail about that. Like saying, like, hey, some people say I've got some people say I've got some accuracy issues. Like, yeah, yeah, like that's your no, you're gonna no. Some people say my completion percentage is too low. Right. That's not even no matter what the reason is. Yes. It's way too low. Way too like, low. that's unacceptable when you get to the NFL. Yeah. So, like, for him to say some people say that and then to catch himself and say, well, like, oh, well, you know, but I believe it's too low too. Yeah, I don't, it does make me question just how much ownership he takes in it. He
1: should have just left the receivers out of it. That that would have been the thing to do. Like, there, there was an easy answer. Just don't bring him into the conversation. Okay, so on to the next. Ballard, Zach Kiefer points this out. So, Richardson, in Kiefer's mind, he's out. What about Bryce Young? Well, he points out. Zach Kiefer, insider for the Colts, writes for the Athletic, that Ballard has been very unwilling to bet on smaller players. He li- he's got prototypes, Ballard does, size-wise, for all the positions, which means Young would have to be super exceptional. You know, no freaking doubt the guy. Um, so Ballard's fetish for size uh, is, uh, is something Kiefer thinks would Young would have to be off the charts at everything else for Ballard to maybe even take him, let alone trade draft capital, to move up to go get him at one.
3: Yeah, and I do think, too, that um, ironically enough, even though Ursae's quarterbacks who have had health issues have been big strapping dudes, I feel like that'll that'll scare Ursae off of a, a little not-so-strapping dude because he'll, he'll worry that much more that it will end the same way. And you know Manning, it's it's weird because Manning had his neck issue, but it wasn't like he was a perpetual injury issue or something. Yeah. He had Manning is a really weird case if you think about the history of Manning. Very, very, very healthy and consistent, except the one injury he had was like in a monstrous Dude. career-threatening. We're not even sure if this guy can play again. Yep. Type of injury. Yep. And then Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck just let himself take too much abuse. He just couldn't. He just liked
1: getting hit too much. Uh, Kiefer thinks that it's C.J. Stroud that fits the bill for the Colts, especially because of how well coached he's been going all the way back to high school. Um, He's been groomed for this. How accurate he is. Ballard's going to like that. Kiefer said. Kiefer said that Stroud showed more presence in his media session than Bryce Young. Uh, I disagree with that. I, you know, I, I, you know, I didn't think Bryce Young was up there bebopping and scotting and you know he. Bryce Young showed the appropriate amount of charisma for me that I need out of my quarterback. I thought he did fine. Um, but the one thing it says about Bryce Young in here that if I think will excite most Texan fans, because I feel like, Seth, most Texan fans want Bryce Young. That seem, Anytime we put up a poll about anything having to do with the draft, Bryce Young wins in a, in a runaway. Maybe we need to do this post-combine and see if people feel the same. But the quote in this article, the league-wide understanding is that the Texans have their eyes set on the Alabama Heisman winner. So that's, that apparently was the buzz going around Indy this week. Yeah. And I've kind of heard some of that, too, that, the, that it's, you know, Bryce Young is the guy for the Texans right
3: now. Yeah. Um, and that makes sense. I, it does make sense that they would like him. I think they're going to be nervous about his size. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder, though, too, I mean, if you're going to get a rookie quarterback at all, regardless of whether he's a, a small one or not, I, I really need to see him bolster the receiving core, um, including the tight ends somehow. Like, I just, you're, you're setting him up for a disappointing rookie year if you don't have somebody special in the receiving core or, or the tight end, uh, you know, at the tight end position. So, um, which certainly they have enough time to do all of that. Yep. Somebody, um, one of our listeners has an issue uh, with the way we're criticizing the podium responses. So these are kids who have never been in a situation where they were being scrutinized to this point. Sheesh. I said, for one, if uh, you watched SEC football? And yes. two, <laughs> um, Two, this is the thing. We are, we're talking about going number one overall in the draft. Yeah. The expectations are higher. There's nothing I tire of more than people saying, like, hey, he's just a kid. Yeah. Leave him alone. You're about to give the kid $50 million guaranteed. Yeah. Like, no, it's not, oh, well, gosh, is he ready for an internship at uh, Hewlett Packard or yeah. not? I don't know. Give him a break. He's a kid. No, no, you, it's a higher expectation. It's a higher standard. So, yeah. There are a lot of things that would seem unfair uh, if you were judging any other 22-year-old by the same standard, but this is talking about going number one overall in the draft. I don't understand how that all of a sudden got to be some simple like, "Hey, uh, let me give you a hug seven times before you leave for the morning. No. Call me if you got any trouble, buddy. Okay? Yeah, yeah, was no. your coach was your coach mean to you today, dude? I'm gonna go talk
1: to the principal, dude. It, yeah, <laughs> it's not a book report, man. Like this is the NFL. Like, what are you talking about? He's he. He has trouble getting up in front of people and doing public speaking. Like, okay, well, he better get good at it. He's going to be the number one overall pick in the draft. All right, um, Pain and Pendergast with you on a Monday. We head into the 9 o'clock hour. Um, speaking of quarterbacks, uh, bold moves for NFL teams indicate that the Browns' first-round picks from the Deshaun Watson trade and really just the Deshaun Watson contract overall is just the gift that keeps on giving. We will tell you why next.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone
1: 15s? It's over here.
0: Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. <laughs>